Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of 2020. Hey now. Yes. Oh baby, uh, I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And I'm Andy. And this is Everybody, everybody in, in the, the Conference, conference room. room. That's right. Guys, welcome to the show. I feel like before we do anything, let's get all of the podcast like hiatus cliches out of the way. Okay. Like, is there yeah. anybody... It's not because I had yeah. warts. Is there anybody even listening? Is anybody <laughs> even listening anymore? Oh my gosh. Everybody canceled. Did we for, did we forget how to do this? Oh, we did. Did we? Did, it did feels we, weird. Do we even know how to do this anymore? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just staring I mean, at my computer. We never do though. We just show up and we're here and we're doing the best we can. <laughs> and do we know what we're selling? No, no. it doesn't matter. But I'm here. I'm I had to give it my Uber best here, even though this is two miles from my house. Exactly. And you own a car. I know. <laughs> I didn't even know how to drive here. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Welcome. So, uh, oh jeez. Welcome to. Does uh, <laughs> Rob even know I what know. he's doing? Welcome to uh, the first episode of 2020. Thank you guys for your patience and sticking with us as we took a little bit of a break through for the real? holidays. Uh, guys, we took a break. October 22nd was the last time we dropped an episode. My goodness. There was sickness. There was new job stuff. There was holidays. So happy Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy, <laughs> happy New, new year. year. Happy ha- New Year. Happy Boxing Day for you Aussies. In, exactly, happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. And apparently I made up a after New Year's Day holiday. So happy January 2nd. There yes. You go. There yes. You go. Yeah. Uh, check it out over at... Uh, the after party. Yeah. yeah, the after party at Poor Richards. Richards. Uh, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe and uh, tell a friend. And if you leave us a good five-star review on iTunes, we're going to read it live. We have one of those waiting. It's just chomping at the bit to be read. It's a good one. It's going to it's gonna get read. Um, also, make sure you check us out at patreon.com slash pod. It's three bucks. Gets you access to the after party at Poor Richards. And tonight, we just did a little bit of a life update and talked about New Year's resolutions and yes. all that kind of <laughs> random stuff. And uh, it was great. So check that out. And as always, I want to say thank you to our uh, $20 patron, assistant to the regional manager, Mr. Brian Cavazos. Nice. He's nice. He is the man. All right, let's get to that good five star. Uh, this was submitted by somebody named Smiley Sarah Joe. Okay. Uh, back on October thirtieth. Wow, thanks, Sarah. Nice. So That's we're getting to awesome. it. Uh, the title was unique, hilarious. These are some true fans. Here's the bod. It says. I love The Office, and I've been watching it for 13 years. I am fortunate enough to have a handful of coworkers who also love and can quote The Office, so I'm in good company at work. But one of my favorite parts of my week is listening to Andy, Adam, and Rob discuss and analyze each episode and laughing out loud with them or sometimes at them. That's okay. Yeah, probably, thanks. We do that too. Probably Andy. Probably laughing at <laughs> Yeah, probably laughing with Andy at them. Oh, mm, nice. Good save. Uh, yeah, they know yeah. their stuff and have great ideas and insights about the characters and situations on the show. They do an awesome job explaining each episode. So this is a great Aww, podcast so for new fans of The Office or for those uh, of us who've watched it a dozen times. Keep up the great work. Hey, yeah. that's Yowza. super cool, Sarah. That Thank you. That was really good. No wonder she's smiling. Smiling Sarah Jo. So she's smiling go. right now. Smiling right. with us. So thanks for that. Leave us that five star. We'll read it, baby. All right, uh, guys, I do have to say, it is so good to be back. We're back in this like new studio space. I know. It is great. It's okay. sweet. It's very it's, spacious. It's not quite done. But uh, we got some stuff to put on the walls, do a little bit of painting, but it's a little more spacious, a little yeah. more comfy. Yeah. So it's going to be good stuff. Uh, and we did talk about when we hit 5,000 downloads, we we're going to do that good 5,000 download live stream to yes. celebrate. 
then life happened and holidays happened and we took a little bit of a break. So we're still on track. We want to do that. We want to make that happen. And we, we're like over 5,000 now, right? Yes. Yeah. We, we're actually, we need cake. We're actually pushing 6,000. So, um, yeah, so We get seven up too. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, it's like an eight-year-old's birthday party. So yes. cake and seven up. Uh, but yeah, that's coming Can't soon. Wait. So stay tuned to uh, social media and all that stuff. We'll give you all the the highlights and the details about how uh, we're going to do that and what the platform will be and all that good stuff. It should be Instagram. You want to live there's stream my, my the episode on Instagram? <laughs> I mean, why not? It's doable. I, I guess I don't, it's I don't, possible. That's all I know. Multiple platforms. I only know Instagram. We can figure yeah. it out. Instagram's where it's at. Yeah. That's what all the cool kids are I using. Got, I got to vote. What if we just did the entire live stream on TikTok? Is that possible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, yes. For all, of our, for all of our 13-year-old subscribers. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. So let's jump into this episode tonight, guys. Uh, so tonight, Mike is ready to be productive. Jim wants you to love him. Ryan is ready to make a sale. And Stanley is ready for pretzel day. Aren't we all? Yes, really? we are. We are. This is Initiation Season 3, Episode 5 of The Office. All right, so as the episode opens, Dwight is sitting at his desk. Ryan is at his new place where Jim used to be. Yeah. Okay, and Dwight is deciding that he's going to try to stump Ryan with all of these brain teasers. And Ryan just has not pegged. Yeah. He's got great. it figured out. It's I mean, great. even to the point where all that Dwight has to say is a hunter, and he's like, it's a polar bear. <laughs> did you guys have, like, growing up, did you have some of these kind of brain teasers that people would try to hit you with? I was, like, trying to think when I was watching this, like, man, what was, like, a common brain teaser? But all I could think of was, like, the stupid, like, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? But isn't that, like, just a rhyme? Yeah. Like, it's like, this isn't actually... really a brain teaser. That's so funny. But it made me think. Who does he hang out with? I want to be his friend. Yeah. Ryan? Yeah. Because he knows brain teasers? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is that a specific, like... (laughs) Well, you know, he got it from somewhere. He has a friend that continues to say them to him for him to know the answer. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's awesome. (laughs) If Andy's sitting over at, like, the next desk and she hears this at lunch, she's like, I heard you were so good at those brain teasers. We should be friends. Uh, Can I do get a copy someday? Oh, my gosh. Okay, here's the one. This was the classic one growing up, okay? An airplane Mm -hmm. crashes. On the border. What kind of classic? How old are you? Like legit classic? <laughs> yeah, like this like is way one... back when. Okay, You're interrupting my brain. <laughs> okay, go go go. Airplane. Right. An airplane crashes. Lost on the border. <laughs> Dharma initiative. <laughs> An airplane crashes on the border of the United States of America. Halfway or... on the United States. Halfway in Canada. Oh jeez. Where do they bury the survivors? Mm. Halfway on the border of U.S. Halfway border of Canada. Does this have a real answer? Yes. No. Uh, it, wait, it there's no, on... wait, hold on a second. There's no survivors. <laughs> well, well, either there's no survivors or you don't bury the survivors. Yeah, That's the plan. There you go. Why? So you got, you you got it. Now I feel dumb. They, oh, that took they, a long well, time for me to think of. Andy, you if they... No, if... Um, <laughs> I said, why, what do you do with them? <laughs> let's, uh, hang on, let's just break this <laughs> down. Let's just they break live this down. Their life. Um, if, if they survive... They get to go home, so to their family. So it's pretty cool how that works Not out. Not world. What are we doing with them? <laughs> what are you stick them in a box somewhere? Oh my gosh! 
So yeah. Anyways, Ryan is just like he's got it nailed. It's Dwight is not going to get him in a corner. Yeah. Uh, Rob, are you the Ryan? No, no, not at all. You kind of just you are. I'm sure that no, third sorry. grade Rob when you I heard lost that your Ryan. when I third grade Rob when I heard that I was like, oh well, geez, let's see. I mean, well, all the ones, all the survivors on the Canada side would obviously be buried in Canada. Yeah. They become Canadians exactly. now. <laughs> they get citizenship <laughs> automatically. Oh, that was my Canadian accent. Of oh, all, gosh. isn't it a boot? A boot. A butt. It's a, a butt. A boot. <laughs> To all of our Canadian listeners, I apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure that was offensive. Yeah, it was. Um, so as we come back from the credits, uh, Michael and Jan are in his office and they're having a meeting. And Jan is trying to account for Michael's hours, but I, I don't think he's getting it initially. She's like, <laughs> what did you do with your day? And, you know, how was your day? And he's like, oh, I, I, how was your day? <laughs> this was, like, no, his quick response. I'm not going to lie. Like of this episode, I laughed the hardest <laughs> right here. <laughs> Because he goes, he's so offended. <laughs> Though she says, I don't care. I don't care, Michael. And he pauses for such a long time and he goes, why would you set me up that way? <laughs> it's so good. Well, I laughed really hard. Like, right oh, there. I don't care about your day, Jan. I just ask because you asked me. Um, but it becomes pretty clear that Jan is kind of concerned. Michael, how are you spending your days? How are you spending your hours? So Michael finally breaks it down. He's like, I worked. I went home to my condo. Carol came over. We had sex. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly what she was hoping to hear, I don't think. Um, But then uh, we have a clip here because this situation sort of... Michael realizes what's going on and he decides to give us, I think, some sage wisdom from his experience. So... Let's check this out. Never, ever, ever sleep with your boss. I'm so lucky that Jan and I only got to second base. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Uh, Never sleep with your boss. Second base is fine. Yeah. That's basically what I'm hearing. You can get past second base. Mm, I'm not not really for that advice, but I mean, what am I going to say? I'm a floozy. There's no context to that. (laughs) Anyways, um, so... Uh, Jan is then leaving Michael's office and she's leaving for the day. Uh, but she stops by Pam's desk and she's asking Pam, the receptionist to keep an hour by hour log of Michael's day so that it can be analyzed by corporate. Imagine that being your job, having to analyze your boss (laughs) hour by hour. Well, I think one of the things that we'll see here is that Pam, I mean, she kind of reveals her heart here because she is going to go out of her way not only to try and help Michael, but she's going to cover for him in some spots. So I was an executive assistant for years. I would have just told my boss, is that illegal? I would have just said, hey, this is my role. I don't always know what you do. What should I say? That's what I would do. And they can say, well, at this hour, this is what I do. You know, we can just talk about it, Yeah, I mean, true. Yeah, that's true. Honestly. That's what I would do. Yeah. The good news about Michael <laughs> yeah, Scott. You could. <laughs> or you could make it up. Or you could up. watch him that with the blinds. Su- That's right. Yeah. That'd be super fun to make it up, though. Or you, or you can have, like, a fake one and a real one. And then at the end of the day, show him what oh you did. Gosh. You're like, this, I, hey, I was supposed to write this down. I just tracked your day, and I want you to see it before I turn it in. And it could be, like, sneezed, poked your butt. Spent two hours yeah, in okay, the bathroom. You, you want that you kind hated, of detail. If you hated your boss, this is how you get your boss fired. <laughs> exactly. There you go. See? He used the corporate credit card. That's right. 
to buy a magical kit. <laughs> Anyways, so um, it was for clients. And there you go. See, he's going to impress him. So uh, as Pam realizes this situation that she's going to take on, we get a little talking head where she basically says, you know, Jan usually treats Mike like he's 10, but now she's treating him like he's five. Have you ever worked in a environment where you had to track hour by hour how you spent your day? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Yourself? Yeah, myself. At the Dollar General. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> what? This is real. Oh, I, maybe it wasn't hour by hour, but I had like four hour shifts since I had to like write like what I did. At what the you end accomplished? Of, yeah. Like I came in at 11 and like unpacked these soda boxes <laughs> and then I rearranged the makeup and like it was, it was awful. Who reviewed it? I don't even think anybody reviewed it. My, my boss was like a micromanager and I think that they just like wanted us to do it. Uh, like to like do it. in his brain, he thought if they have to write it down, they're gonna fill their. It time. was a female Andy. Not Ooh. all managers oh. are male. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, no, for real, it was a dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So his name was Rick. Uh, no, um, no, yeah. It was. It was so dumb though. I hated that job. That's probably second worst job I ever had. <laughs> I I worked at a place where daily. Yes. They I and and that. it sucks because they called them dailies. You had to get a paper that had hour by hour breakdown, and you had to break it down hour by hour. This is what I did. That is like I can't. And then you had to drop it. You had to drop it in the CEO's mailbox every single day. It was hard. The CEO was reviewing your hour by hour. Yes, he would not only review it. He would not only review it, but he would take it home and have his wife help him. Oh my gosh! It was weird, dude. That's like. It's, I don't get how many hours do you think that he spent in his life reviewing other people's work hours? <laughs> I have no idea. I think it probably was along the same lines of like it's more about like if you have to write it down, yeah. you're gonna be more accountable type thing. But I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like it was I did not last That's long. pretty wild. I did not last long there. Yeah. Um, when your hours consisted of hanging out with Chad, uh going for walks. Who knows? Wait, hang on. Wait, who knows a Chad? I don't know. <laughs> I know a Chad. I went the, to high school with the, the Chad. No, but I mean, like, do you know a Chad? We all went to high school with a Chad, but who knows a Chad right now? Do you that's, know a Chad right that's now? That's the question we're after. What no. happened to all the Chads of the world? Are they, you, are Chad, you, where are you? Are you currently friends with a Chad? No. Thank I'm you. <laughs> what about you? Okay, I'm not, but that's concerning now that we're talking about nah, it. If nah. your name is Chad, please just comment on our Twitter or Instagram. I'm alive. Now I'm scared because chats. Andy said where did they go I know <laughs> like, what are you planning chat high school and there's no longer any chats what did you ever see did you ever see the movie the prestige oh yeah Wait, With, that was the prestige like all that? the chads went away <laughs> Where did he send them? Oh my god. I love that how you said prestige. It was so fancy. Prestige? Prestige. Prestige. What did you prestige. say? Prestige. Excuse me, madam. Do you have an issue with the way I say prestige? <laughs> Excuse me. An issue. Anyways, uh, it was a super long rabbit trail, and it was all about chats. Anyways, uh, so as we uh, cut back into the bullpen, Dwight is super. I mean, he's extremely excited about whatever's coming. He's asking Ryan, are you excited? Yeah. Are you very excited? Yeah. Are you extremely excited? And he's like, okay, very excited? No, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is me when my wife says we can have Popeyes for dinner and oh, I'm driving baby. on the way and I'm like, are you excited? She's like, yeah, sure. I'm like, but how excited? Because I'm very excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, 
So what we find out is Ryan is saying, hey, I've been here for a year, you know, as the temp, but I need to decide if I'm going to commit. And today, Dwight is going to take him on his first sales call. And he is excited. Dwight then kind of talks about, you know, hey, he's he's excited to take uh, Ryan on this sales call. He's excited to sort of team up with him and, and find out, is he going to be like the, the old wiseacre, like Jim was, you yeah. know, who was lazy and didn't care? Or is he going to join the Dwight Army of Champions? <laughs> yes. Who else besides Dwight is in the Army of Champions? Moe's. Oh, that's probably true. That's what, maybe Michael. But, but Moe's is uh, Moe's wasn't leader. even like volunteering. He was drafted into the <laughs> Dwight Army of Champions. <laughs> I feel like it's the same thing with Michael. I bet Dwight was like, Michael, do you want to be in the Dwight Army of Champions? And he's like, whatever, Dwight. Yeah, sure, he's like, that's fine. Yeah. Great. Yes, Two he's recruits. In. He's in. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Dwight and Ryan now are in the vehicle. They are driving. They're out in the middle of nowhere. And Ryan is. Asking the obvious question, where's the sales office? Yeah. Dwight's response, when you are ready, the sales office will reveal itself to you. <laughs> just a little scandalous. Um, and the journey begins now. And Dwight is so just like, you can tell Dwight is born to be a mentor. Yeah. He loves this. Ryan, on the other hand, terrified. Yeah. I'm in the middle of nowhere with friggin' Dwight. Like, we would all be. Something How long bad. do you think it took Dwight to like make this plan? Oh, I I guarantee you, Dwight had this, like, like week, maybe weeks he dreamed it, it up even before he oh, was mentoring yes. somebody. He's like, when I mentor, he's had this, this as is a scenario. He probably had it laid out as a scenario, kind of roughly in his yeah. mind. But when he realized it was going to be Ryan, I guarantee you, the night before, him and Moe's are sitting down, a nice cup of apple cider, <laughs> yep. by candlelight, <laughs> yep. And he's just like, okay, Moe's, and then you're going to jump out, and he will wrestle you. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, later in the episode, I mean, there's a lot of detail that goes oh, into this, sure. to this training right. program. <laughs> and like, here's the deal. It's ridiculous, but there is some, like, helpful stuff in there that Dwight is saying. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you can tell he put a lot of effort into it. Dang it, Dwight. Um, so back in Stamford, uh, we, we head over there, and Karen Filippelli. Um, Avodanza. That's right. Her chair is starting to squeak. And we're finding out that maybe it was Jim's chair. No, she, Jim had the chair that wasn't squeaky. She stole it, and then he get, he stole it back. Um, they're just doing that nice flirt that they do all the time. And Jim decides they well, or Jim. Jim well, is the big office flirt. Yeah, but she's, she is the office flirt. She's in on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's she's biting. Yeah, I mean, most girls would be. You have a Jim in she's, the office. She's picking with up. You. She's yeah. picking up what he's laying down. Yeah. Uh, and Jim says, "Well, then I guess I just you know." If you're going to steal the chair when I get up, I guess, I guess I can't get up. And then he just rolls around like Wally style in yeah. his chair without getting up. Um, What's funny too is people are like passing him by the copier. Like, no problem. Like, yeah, this is like normal. <laughs> he's, like, he's just like, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Yep. Just making copies. It's yep. cool. So we go back to, uh, to Scranton and Michael's on the phone. And Michael is calling this guy. And he's calling him Cos, Cosby, hey, 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 Jello Putin Pops. <laughs> Which is really interesting because he's doing a Fat Albert impression <laughs> instead of a Cosby impression. But anyways. It's so good. We're kind of getting this we're kind of getting this uh, sense that Michael is talking to somebody. Maybe he's working on a deal, but it sounds like it's ridiculous. And Pam logging his hours says, hey, at 10 a.m., he did a Cosby impression. That's all she puts down. (laughs) Out of all of the things she could log, like, I'm sure he did more 
than that. Even if it was just sit and stare at the computer, he could assume like checking email. Yeah, but yeah. she chose Cosby. <laughs> Last night, recapping this episode with my wife out loud during this part, she goes, oh, doesn't hold up. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> too soon. What the? <laughs> no, the Cosby impression. Oh, the whole yeah. Bit. The whole bit. Yeah. Did not age well. A little rough. A little rough. Um, and then we have a clip here. We cut back over to the farm and Ryan's training is officially beginning. So let's check out this clip. Do you know where we are, Tim? I know where we're not. <laughs> I hold in my hand a beet seed. <laughs> Take it. Ah. <laughs> when... <laughs> so good. <laughs> and then he walks away. <laughs> I love it. The Kung Fu Master. It didn't work for him this time. Dang. I'm so curious, too, what he had prepared for when he closed his fist again. Like, Mm -hmm. expecting Ryan not to get the seed again. Like, how long were they going to be standing there? Because he was going to say, when you're able to get the seed, well, then what? You will be ready to make a sale? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) He was just so... Apparently, he was more than ready. He was upset, yeah. Uh, so we go back to Scranton, and Andy Bernard, the Nard Dog, uh, decides to give his performance the performance of his life. He stands up and says, "Hey, yes, Tuna, um, can you come talk to me?" And he's like, "Sure." And he's like, "No, can you stand up and come talk to me over here?" <laughs> um, he's trying to get Jim to stand up, and it's just the worst. Karen is completely disappointed. That's what you came up with? Yeah, I think Karen goes, "Really? Okay, what would you guys have come up with?" You're I... Andy. You got to make this guy stand. What would you say? I think I would have. I think I would have looked over my shoulder because Tuna sits behind him. I think I would have looked over my shoulder and been like, "Oh my gosh, Tuna, you got to see this. Get over here, like to my computer." Oh, that's like, good. Like, like, come here. You got to see this. You got to see this. That's a good. Oh one, yeah, you know? that's And try good. to get him to get up and come look at my computer. And screen. it's Papa John memes on. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> on <the computer>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I would leave the room and come back and just say, "Oh hey, you're wanted at front desk. Someone's here for you." Oh, that's, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's not bad either. You guys are so much better than mine. In my head, I'm just thinking of like, how can I get Jim to freak out and stand up? Like, oh my gosh. You need to, yeah. Just get the whole office to like freak out and run. Like almost like the fire episode. Like, how do I, how do I get everyone up? Jim, you pooped your pants. <laughs> no, you don't realize it, but you did. Your mother just called me and she's dead. Oh, no. Okay, that's like a straight up Michael Scott moment right there. Listen, sure. too far. There's oh, the yeah, line. That was a little line. Dang. Uh, obviously, it does not work. Yeah. Jim does not get up, and the chair is still secure. So back in Scranton, um, we get the announcement that today is pretzel day. Yeah. Which is our pretzel oh, day. That's all I got to say. I'm sure Costco has pretzels. Do they? I don't know. If, well, they Who have like the pretzels? ones in the freezer. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. The big, super pretzel. Super, super pretzel big day? soft pretzel. I know my pretzels. Hey, I will wait in line you for know what pretzel we need to do? day. We need to, we need to see if we can figure out what day was pretzel day. Mm. What oh, day yeah. of the year. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe, there's a little something called the interwebs. Yeah. Maybe somebody on the interwebs knows in canon what day is pretzel day, but we could have a pretzel day for sure. Oh, please. That would Stanley. make my life. Stanley hears that it's pretzel day and he he power walks. Like he is trying I to win the gold medal. <laughs> Stanley, is, I am with you. Those hips are working and it's he so is light. moving and he is the first one out the door. Um, oh, I see it. Oh, yes. goodness. What's it's that? it's a unique one. So 
Google says pretzel day is Sunday, April 26, 2020. That oh, is near baby. my birthday. Put on the calendar. So, that, that's my pretzels. birthday gift. Okay, let's put this day. let's put this in the calendar. Right, he pointed okay. to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm April, the woman, so apparently. What day of the week is that? <laughs> it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Okay. So, and what day what day was it? April April 26. April 26. So, we'll record on April 27th. That's a Monday. Okay. Yes. April 27th. Pretzel day, baby. Pretzel day. We got it in we'll get ready. The with the works. You heard it here first with the works. Uh, and then oh, Michael. Where are the works. I guess we'll hear. We'll yes, we'll, we're going to find out about the works in just a minute. So Michael actually gets up. He's leaving his office as well. He's in the elevator and he's talking about needing his pretzel. That he he's supposed to be productive, but how can he be productive when he has this thing in his mind that he can't get out, which is a soft pretzel? <laughs> yeah. I got to get my pretzel, then I'll be productive. I've had sure. this thought. Last week, <laughs> for real. What, what was <laughs> like, it about? Like about a pretzel? No, I mean, they're just like I'm always like, man, I'd be so much more productive after I go to Chick Fil A. You know, like, <laughs> after I do this, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna get after it. You know, that's right. Like, if I can just yeah. get this thing, then I swear I'll work. Yeah. Um, he gets down into the lobby, and the pretzel line is so long. It is unfortunate that she had to log on Pretzel Day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean Pretzel Day is not every day. It is it's a rough. little different. It's a rough day to have to log for Michael. But for her, it's not that big of a deal. She's saying she's saying pretzel day is a big deal for some people. Pam, yeah. who are you? But it's not for her. She doesn't no. care. She's not pretzel worried about day is a big day for everybody. Have you seen that it office? Should be. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Michael gets down into the lobby. The line is super long, and you're yep. going, "What the heck is the deal?" The dude is one. He has a toaster oven, and he's one at a time in it. <laughs> on what pretzels. are you doing? Yeah. Like he couldn't at least get a second toaster that oven. That is like the sample table at Costco. It is blowing my this mind. This is somebody getting paid by the hour for sure. For real, they are milking it. Well, they say that he's bringing it in, and it's like a free. It's a free thing that they do. Yeah, it must be sponsored by the business park. Oh or sure, like yeah. well, the company oh, pays. I'm it, sure it is because they come on the intercom. They're like, "Thank you for you know being a part of Scranton Business Park." Whatever. Okay. Like, yeah. I uh, we brought in pretzels. Like, but whoever this dude is, yeah. like, get your stuff together, bro. <laughs> you need to scale this thing. It's we, pretty pretty bad. Oh, Let's try. Gosh. Let's see if we can do it. No <gasps> pretzel cart. No. No. I'm sorry. I'm for it. Laser focus. She's, okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> she's a shotgun blasting the ideas. <laughs> On the last episode, we were talking about starting a chip company for the. Remember the hers chips. That is a oh. great idea. Why They're not. What's your forward? store number? The They're reason not, why yeah. we didn't move forward with that is I don't make January goals. There you go. They're but not f- if I made yeah. New Year's goals, yeah. maybe I'd have a pretzel cart or a chip. There's always 2021. That's right. We'll 20, try again next year. 2021, <laughs> the year of the pretzel. For Maybe. sure. So we uh, we go back to the farm, and Dwight is actually throwing down some sales wisdom. Okay, He's saying he has, he's got Ryan on the ground, obviously planting a seed. Yeah. And he's, he's planting a beet seed. And Dwight is saying, as you plant this seed in the ground... So I will plant my seed in you. <laughs> no, <laughs> he goes, no, 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 no. I don't think you know what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it smells pretty bad, huh? Yeah, it does. It's bull crap. <laughs> Clients can smell it a mile away. He's giving, he's trying. Yeah. Like these are tangible lessons. I mean, so you are a sales guru. That is true. Caleb. I am going to start using this line on my sales team. Is it like, true? Is it right? That people can smell bullcrap for sure. Well, I also think as you bring in a new salesperson, you should be like, hey. (laughs) The first thing I'm going to say. I'm going to plant my seed in you. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to our company. I'm going to plant 
my seat in. There you go. <laughs> it's beautiful. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. Best manager There's ever. There's no HR yeah. problem there yeah. at all. I will be unemployed quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, bull crap. They smell it a mile away. And then Dwight forgot something in his car. And then he just runs away and jumps in the car and drives off. Yeah. And Ryan is not even surprised in the least. He's like, no. of course. Yep. I'm left in the middle of a beach. He doesn't field. even like try to chase him. No, he's just no. like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the next part now. of the lesson. Uh, so we have a clip here because we go back to Scranton and Stanley, we saw him power walk like his life depended on it oh, out of go, the office. Gotta go, gotta oh, yeah. go, go, go. This is a guy who loves Pretzel Day and he explains to us why Pretzel Day is so important. So let's check out this clip. I wake up every morning in a bed that's too small, drive my daughter to a school that's too expensive, and then I go to work to a job for which I get paid too little. But on pretzel day, well, I like pretzel day. Oh, baby. (laughs) Is that one of the first times that we've seen Stanley that happy? I think, like, you don't see him smile in any of the seasons up till this point. For sure. And it's a cute one. He's got that little side smirk. Is this the, the last thread? That is holding Stanley together. Pretzel day. day. <laughs> I think so. I wish I was as passionate in life about anything, anything as, as, he is. as he is about sure. Pretzel Day. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I might join the bandwagon. I might be as passionate about Pretzel Day now. I mean, I haven't had one yet, but I believe it's a good one. You I haven't believe had that's a Pretzel a good day, day Pretzel? Yeah. 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 We'll know on uh, April 27th. Right. Oh, baby, that's we right. That is right. So uh, Michael also is in line, and uh, Kelly is in line right behind him, and he is just getting an earful about Narnia and cupcakes. This has to be the... I, I mean, think she's, the two greatest conversations. Sure, right? I guess. Like, she, she, she's talking about right. the Chronicles of Narnia rap, right, by Lonely Island. Do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? I, I, I remember seeing it forever ago, but like I don't... Andy Samberg... Uh, Chris Parnell. Yes. The Chronic What Cools of Narnia. Right? It's not ringing a bell. What? Go, Sorry. I think, I, I don't know if it's officially a Lonely Island song. Okay, because that's got what Andy I'm like, Sa- thinking of. You got San- Andy Samberg, uh, Lonely Island, you know, like a boss and all that good stuff. Yeah. D in a box. <laughs> um, all that good stuff. Um, What's that stand for? Yeah. Uh, your, the, your doubt. The, you, put it, you put it in a box and then you put it away. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think I think she must be talking about that. But here's the interesting thing. As she's wrapping up this rant, she's like, it's about cupcakes. I mean, who invented cupcakes? I could just, she says, I could just kill them. That is the final line that she says. <laughs> like out of out of love? How I have no miss idea. That? Like I love them so much, you're she's, dead? She says, and it's about cupcakes. Oh my gosh, who invented cupcakes? I could just kill them. That is so weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> that is so creepy. Weird. I don't know how I missed that. However, I did go Google. Who invented cupcakes? <laughs> oh, I'm curious. And so this is, and it's labeled as Cupcake Fun Facts. Wait, there's a there's a site dedicated to cupcake fun facts. I don't. I mean, the site was uh, I think it was like mobile recipes or something like that. But like, there is a heading that said cupcake fun facts, oh and this is what it says: cupcakes have been around since the late 1700s. Oh my wow. gosh! People didn't even have teeth then. Exactly. Well, that's probably why they're eating. Cake. Oh, there you go. The yeah. first mention of the cupcake can be traced as far back as 1796, when a recipe notation of and in quotes. A cake to be baked in small cups was written in a book, I guess, called American Cookery by Amelia Sims. Hmm. Mm. You heard it here first, folks. Thank you, Amelia Sims. That's right. Thank you. 
cup sweet cup and cakes. I mean, Kevin doesn't get you, but we do. That's right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> good call. Ooh, good call back. I love it. Um, so while he's in line, though, Phyllis comes to see Bob Vance. Yes. And I keep forgetting that Bob Vance is in the office. Yeah, he works in the same office park. Yeah, the same yeah. building. Now, that is so funny to me. Phyllis comes to just give a hug and a kiss to Bob Wait, Vance. Wait, did we yep. ever hear how they met? Oh, I, I think we did. Are they, did like, did they have this like romantic rendezvous in an elevator someday or something? Uh, I don't know. Or like she walked by and he like double glanced and then. I've had a little bit of bird dog, so I'm having trouble <laughs> remembering. But somebody, somebody out in the, the Twitterverse, okay, we'll, we'll not... Google it. We'll Google somebody it. out in the Twitterverse is going to be like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah. How did you miss this? I know oh, it no. was it was only what probably like ten episodes ago. Yeah, it's pretty <sighs> recent. Dang it. Okay, Anyways. we, we got to look this up. So Phyllis is coming to give a hug and a kiss to Bob Vance. Do you think she was trying to crowd? Like, was she trying to work her way in, or was she just? Wouldn't you? I hundred percent think that she would. But oh. can... I, well, I agree. I and agree. here's why: I have a personal vendetta against these people. Oh, no, against I Phyllis and Bob. No, 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 no. People that do this. Okay. Long story short, I went to a very, very small school, and we had very weird, like, cafeteria hours in college. Like, literally, you could eat from like five to six p.m. The food was awful, but the thing that made everybody <laughs> go to the caf were these little chocolate chip cookies. Oh, baby! That this old lady would make. And they would literally ring a bell like we we're a bunch of cattle. Like ding, 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 ding. Fresh everybody But would... you guys responded, so you were a bunch of <laughs> it was, cattle. This was like Pavlov's dog. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> we just started salivating. Uh, <laughs> but the, the, I watched this happen time and time again in college where people would like line up like 30 people deep in this line, right, to get this chocolate chip cookie. And people would be like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. How was English class? You know, like coming up and we would be like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I will rip your face off if you get in front of these cookies. Like oh it was, gosh. it was rough. How do you face them in class, though? So, like, let's say you're telling someone, "Boo, oh, get a line, no. get a line," and then you see them tomorrow in class, and you're like, "Hey, what's up?" This is like crowd strike. This isn't like this isn't <laughs> it's like a mob. This it's is mob mentality. Yes, exactly. Okay, but this isn't like one person being like, "You guys other. suck." Wait. I I think there's I think there's different rules for significant others. It's like, oh, that's your boyfriend. Oh, that's mm, your wife. Like, whoa. yeah, I don't know. Get in line. Get over here. I, I can See, say with even full... if Phyllis tried to pull that card, I'd be like, "Heck no, Phyllis! Show I, me your ring." Okay, here's the deal. I think it's a personality thing because I can say with full confidence, if Andy was in a line and I was coming up and I was like, "Hey, what?" Like I got there late. She was the kind of person who would be like, "Just get in, oh, like on, just get on. in line." Yeah. And and even if somebody back there was like, "No way, you suck, boo!" She'd be like, "Shut your mouth." Get <laughs> oh, I'd be like, "No way, he's now, my husband." Yeah. Now flip that. If I'm in line and she shows up and she's trying to crowd in, oh, and, he would be and people so are mad. like, boo, That's true. boo, I would be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He'd you be like, well, to get, out get out of here. Get out of here, You know what? I'll come with he you. That's exactly. True. That's he what I would really do, too. Would. Yeah. That is so funny. And like, I would just look at this person and be like, no, nah, fool, no, nah, I'm here. I would just yeah. like, what are you, you going to do what? about it? Go, it's no problem. I'll go to the back of the line with you. I'll just come with you. It's okay. Oh, gosh. I think there's significant other, like, Allowances. Okay. So if it's like a friend, it's like not full. Get I guarantee you there are. But if it's like you're together, oh, you are united in one. Yeah. Yes. You one may flesh. join them. That's biblical. It. Let's think about this though too. How many other times in the office lore do we see Phyllis go out of her way to greet Bob Vance with a hug and kiss? Like, okay. I don't ever remember a time Touché. other than pretzel day. Touche, good sir. Pretzel day brings out the best in everyone, Caleb. <laughs> Their relationship just, just elevated. The Unexplainable joy <laughs> there you go. is going throughout <laughs> the office. Uh, so so Phyllis is 
maybe she's trying to crowd. Maybe she's just saying hi. Either way, Michael and Stanley are having none of it. Michael is Michael calls it out, and this is an interesting situation because that's pretty gutsy for Michael yeah. to call it out to Bob Vance because Bob turns around and is like, hey, Scott, take it easy. And Bob Vance is the kind of guy that maybe you don't mess with. No, yeah. you know you don't mess. I would with be Bob scared Vance now if Bob Vance sure, said that to me. Sure, sure. But of course, Stanley enters in as well, and it's like, no, 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 it's Pretzel. Day. Oh, that's true. You Get in do the back. Not mess and with I Stanley. I think that gives a little bit of confidence to Michael because I feel like if Michael's there by himself and, sure. Van, and Bob Vance is like, hey, Scott, take it easy. He's probably like, yeah, you're right. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Actually, not when he's my got Stanley bike. in his Pretzel no way, corner. Dude. Stanley and him, they they boo Phyllis and get her to the back, and then I they high five. I love that they boo. They high I five. Do I do think that. that Stanley's at the top of the food chain here. Oh, for sure. Like honestly, yeah. I would be scared of Bob fans. Yes, if he were to give me the eye, I'd be like, "You win." But then Stanley, oh man, yeah. You don't get done. between a man and his pretzel. Sure. Yep, that's right. So we cut back to Ryan, who is just wandering. The Pennsylvania countryside. Like, I don't know that he knew that he was supposed to find a barn. <laughs> he just wanders, finds a barn, and decides to knock on the door for some reason. Um, but Dwight pops out, and very good. You've walked the lonely the lonely road of loneliness. loneliness yes, the lonely road of loneliness. My favorite Green Day song. Exactly. How does, how does loneliness... <laughs> That's uh, exactly what I thought of, actually. That's so how good. does loneliness fit in the training of sales? What do you think, Caleb? Oh, my gosh. How, why does loneliness make you Why do you need to salesman? walk the lonely road of loneliness? Because, I don't know, you're by yourself out there. It's, mm. it's the Wild West. All right, it's, all it's right. you. It's the lone you road. can only rely on yourself. That's right. You can't rely on anybody else. That's right. Got to get that contract signed. There you go. There it That's is. That's what we're after. See, I'm the Dwight, only one the and I walk alone. There you go. It's yeah. beautiful. Nobody else is going to help you. So Dwight, uh, Dwight says, hey, second test has been passed, and uh, they're going to get ready for the final test. As we go back to Stanford, Karen is still in the squeaking chair, and she's squeaking it to kind of annoy Jim. Yep. But Jim, cool guy Jim, just pulls the wild card and starts singing Love Fool by the Cardigans. Love me, love Honestly, me. that'll get Say anybody that any time. You love yeah. Me. Fool me, fool me. Go on and fool me. And I love that the Nard Dog is loving this. Yes. Like she is losing her mind. She's like, this is not a proportionate response. This is not okay. This is too far. This is not okay. And then it pulls out and we see Andy Bernard who's like singing along. He's like, like lip syncing in front of Jim. He might even be harmonizing. I'm not sure, but the concentration on his face might be a harmonization. Oh yeah. And he's doing the scales with his yeah, hand and everything. Sure. That's so dang good. Oh, that's a great move by Jim. Um, so we cut back over to Scranton, and Michael uh, is still waiting in line. And you can tell he's kind of getting stressed out because Pam comes out of the elevator. She says, Michael, and his initial response immediately is, no cutting. <laughs> <laughs> no cutting. <laughs> but Pam... We can relate. We can relate. <laughs> we get sure. it, Michael. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Pam wants him to be productive in line. So she she's going out on a limb here. She really could just document Michael's day not care about the the consequence, but she's really trying to help him succeed. Yeah. And so she's like, hey, maybe you can approve some check requests while you're in line and all that stuff. And he's like, I'm so glad you're here. I need you to hold my place in line while I go pee. Resourceful. It's good. Um, it doesn't work out. And so Pam then logs. So 10, so 10 a.m. we had Cosby impression. Yes. 
from 10 to 12, it's kind of blank. But then at 12, we have stood in the pretzel line. That's right. So Productive it, day. It is going so well. And now we have a clip here. Uh, as we go back to the farm, uh, Ryan has kind of had enough of this scenario, but Dwight actually starts to talk a little bit of sense. So let's check this out. Time for your next test. You have planted the beet seed. You have walked the long, lonely walk of loneliness. <laughs> I was in a frat in college, so I know what you're doing. I get it. You know what your problem is? You know why you haven't made any sales? Because you think you know everything. You have to trust that maybe there are other people that can teach you things. That's another nugget. Are you ready to learn? Are you ready for the final test? Yeah. Come on! <laughs> it's another nugget of wisdom. That's right. That's right. I all hope over. this is your new onboarding process. I gotta find a barn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. As crazy, we have as... a van. You can use that if you yeah, want. You could wrestle somebody in the van. It's possible. As crazy, we've done it. Uh... I'm just kidding. That was too far. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good stuff right there. Here's the deal. As crazy as you and Andy has gone into the silent laughter, she's losing her mind. Um, Andy so is know. falling out of her chair. Yes, she's doing the crazy laugh. If you're watching the video version, I mean, you can see she's losing her mind. Right now. So I good. was forgetting about that. <laughs> so as crazy as you think Dwight is, he continues to sort of bring out these nuggets. Like, your problem is you don't think you have anything to learn. Yeah. There's always somebody That's who right. knows a little more, who can teach you. There's Everybody can learn, no matter what stage you're in. She <laughs> And she's over there still losing it. <laughs> Andy is falling apart right Excellent. now. Excellent. <laughs> so, good, good. Anyways, Dwight may not be as crazy as we think he is. Yeah, I, I don't think he is. There you go. Uh, so, um, Michael then, we cut back to Scranton. Michael finally gets to the front of the line at Pretzel Day. And he's asking, hey, do you have a sweet pretzel left? The guy's like, yeah, I got one. He's like, excellent. He's like, what do you want on it? Well, what do you got? And he goes on to list oh like my gosh. so many topics. 18. Like, he like said a, 18 topics. And 18 I mean, yeah. ridiculous <laughs> toppings. Yeah. Like if you think about all of these things on a pretzel, like it's just a hot mess that you're going to rub on your face. Yeah. Like, how do no, you enjoy this? No, but those were good options. White chocolate? Well, yeah, at one point I, I think mean, he says cotton candy bits. Yeah, this is so this ridiculous. Is like a like diabetes that. pretzel. <laughs> oh, like, for sure. This is, I don't even know. Uh, Wilford Brimley is turning what over his grave. What would you have done? This Nothing? is like the pretzel a four-year-old would make if you said, you get to cook dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're like, sweet. <laughs> so he lists these 18 toppings. Wait, what would you get? What's, what's your pretzel, guys? <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I'll oh, wait. Know. Like, for real, if I had to order Yes. Yeah, 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 let's break this down. What I would, would also do probably, this is after lunch. You, you, know, do, the, you would do the worst. Strategic. No, I wouldn't do the worst. <laughs> I don't want to die at 36. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I would do a sweet pretzel for sure. A little, little after-lunch dessert. Oh, know? yeah, A little, boy, little boy. something to tease the taste buds. Sweet too. But I wouldn't overload it like crazy. I'd probably do like a sweet pretzel with the cinnamon sugar. Okay. Oh, maybe, yeah. And then choice. maybe both of the chocolate drizzles. So like a regular chocolate and, and then, then like a white a chocolate white. drizzle. Excellent And then choice. I'm good. I'm Excellent good from choice. that. I don't need any more. See, I tend to fall into... For me, it's about texture. Okay. Yeah. I'm not so concerned about like all of the stuff. I want these textures that go like you well want a together. little bit of crunch, a little bit of sauce. Yes. Okay. It's kind of right. like when I go to get frozen yogurt. Yeah. You know, you got the and I get it. You got the like the 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 eight year old in line who's like, I'm gonna put chocolate and gummy worms <laughs> and a Snickers bar and, and a spoonful of mayo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I'm gonna put everything. Ranch. 
when I go, legitimately, this is what I do. I get a flavorful yogurt. Yep. Okay, I don't get vanilla. I get like a really flavorful yogurt. Do you yogurt. do the twist or just one yogurt? Just one yogurt okay. flavor. And then like my, mango. my go-to, graham cracker crumbles. Oh, Okay, like I don't gr- know if I've done the graham crackers before. Okay, like the graham cracker, like uh, it's not, cr- it's it's like the powder, like they, like they've yeah. smashed them so much to the point, because you get the flavor and then you get the texture of it and it's good. That's a that's a good one. Okay, so I'm thinking the same thing with the pretzel. I like okay. where you're going because I want the the sweet pretzel, the cinnamon is going to give it a little bit of that crunch, and then you're going to get the chocolate, the white chocolate. I think that's great. Yeah, I I don't I, I what I do like to do if I want to get a little treat, I'll be like, yeah, put the Reese's on there. There it is. I want I the big chunks of Reese's, yeah. but I'm just that. I'm gonna pick the Reese's off. I'm gonna eat them, <laughs> and then I'm gonna eat the. Pretzel. That's a little appetizer in, exactly. in between <laughs> each <laughs> bite. You know, right. like, I I'm more savory. You're a savory lady. I, so I That's would. She is a savory savory treat. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anytime. Yes, she I'm is. gonna go. Oh, <laughs> at any given point, though, if I had to choose between savory and sweet, it's always savory. So I would go... Salsa. It would be salsa. I was the just whole... going to say... <laughs> Wait, are you kidding me? No, no I was going to say cheese and jalapenos. No. Oh, okay. That's, That's a good I one. Want. Pretzels want... with cheese and jalapenos. You want that queso. Yep. Okay. That good Latin. That's a good yeah. one. And that's it. Yeah. On salt, I mean, it's got to be the sea salt pretzel. Not oh, yeah. The that nice one. flaky salt. Yeah. That, like sea Maldon salt. Sea salt pretzel oh, with baby. queso cheese. Yep. Jalapeno. Yeah. I'm good. Mess me up with that salt. Yeah. Excellent. So I love it. Okay, so Michael gets to the front. He hears all 18 toppings. He says, is there a way to do them all? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, the works. I got you. (laughs) Like he's done this five times already. (laughs) (laughs) And Michael is just like, this is the best day ever. Because Michael is the four-year-old that wanted to make this pretzel anyways. He's like, dreams come true at the front of the pretzel line. So good. Um, So we go back to to the barn, and they are inside. The final test is going to begin. Ryan Dwight needs Ryan to sit in this like very old timey wheelchair, which is basically like a rocking chair with wheels. Um, and this it is, is it's like a wheelchair from like the Civil War. Oh, for sure. It for is sure. like there there have been multiples of dead bodies in these chairs. Yes. And why oh, it's yes. a wheelchair, I don't know. But that wheelchair is haunted. If you for sure. yeah. like shrink those wheels a little bit, it's a cute chair. I yeah. put it in my living room. That's like a wheelchair you sit in and then like fall into another dimension of yeah. like ghosts. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Hi, Grandma. So the, oh, my, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the final test begins, and this is where we get to meet beloved character for the very first. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the first time we get to meet Mr. Mose. Yep. The cousin of Dwight. And he's wearing my outfit. He is. He's wearing, he is wearing the outfit that Andy wore to the... Pub, the office I remember. Crawl. It's beautiful. I remember. I was Mose. <laughs> Which right. we need to plan again for 2020, by yes. the way. Heck yes, dude. That was super fun. Uh, and I, lo- I actually love this moment because you get a little taste of Dwight's heart. He says, Mose is my cousin. He he lives here. He is my cousin. And he is my best friend. Yep. Unless things go well with Ryan today. <laughs> Aww. Then maybe I won't hang out with Mose so I much. That's so sweet. Uh, that is, that's Dang good. It. Um, so as the, the final test begins, uh, there's a trivia portion. So Dwight wants to know what is the greatest danger to Dunder Mifflin to which Ryan, I think gives a great, a great answer. It's uh, outsourcing yep. mm-hmm. and something else. I don't remember. <laughs> is it just outsourcing? No, there was something else. No shipping costs. I don't remember what else. I remember he says outsourcing something in outsourcing basically, but the more important- outsourcing and downsizing maybe. Maybe the more important thing to know here is that the actual answer was flash floods. <laughs> That's what we need to be worried about. 
<laughs> Which, okay, I had to think about this for a sec, because they're in Pennsylvania, sure. right? Like, sure. is Pennsylvania prone to flash floods? Like, I had to think about this. I mean, it's this. northern, like, so maybe it's pretty rainy. But, like, is it flat there? I thought it was kind of, like, hilly and... I don't know. Okay. We, don't, we don't have to dive into this. I was gonna Okay, yeah, so no. I am I am Googling is Pennsylvania prone to flash, flash floods? But the autocorrect, the very first thing was is Pennsylvania a state? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Nope, not yeah. anymore. Oh my gosh. So according to Google, it says central New York and northeast Pennsylvania are prone to heavy rain and flash flooding. Wow. That's random. An average of about thirty-four flash floods per year. Oh my gosh. 34. Our very good friends just moved to Central New York. Holy crap. Oh my gosh. There have been 1,025 reported flash flood events between 1986 and 2015. That's freaking hardcore. This is another nugget of wisdom. It's so this good. Is, this is like, no, this is actually flash floods is the answer. Wait. Like Dwight knows what he's talking about. <laughs> What does flash floods do other than just flood the streets and such? It's like that's when, enough. Yeah. That is enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if, okay. if that's all like, it does. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I think it, yeah. That let's go with that. It backs up the <laughs> sewer. Oh, ooh, ooh. It's like yeah. when the ground doesn't have enough time to ev- like evaporate everything. Absorb. Evaporate. It goes into the air. Absorb. Absorb. The ground doesn't have enough time to science the water you, back you back smart. into the real the smart. earth's water fountain. There's not even enough time for science to work. <laughs> We got this, y'all. That's awesome. Uh, so the greatest danger done to Mifflin, flash flooding. Second question, what was the real reason for Robert Mifflin's suicide? <laughs> to which I think a great a great uh, answer, depression. Sure. Yeah. However, the sense. real answer was he hated himself. <laughs> <Okay>. Wrong. <laughs> he hated tomato, himself. Tomato, tomato. And then the, 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 the best question, I think, the final one. What was the Dharma initiative... <laughs> Do you guys know the answer to this? I do. Okay, hang on. Do you know Andy? Uh, I know where it came from. But you do? do? Wait, let me think. Yeah, it's lost. Oh, very nice. Yes. Are you okay. kidding me? I watch very shows good. and such. But Does let anybody me remember. remember the code? Oh, dude, I don't. Oh, the numbers? Yeah. No, I don't. No. I know it starts with a four. That's all I remember. I, don't, I yeah. didn't even remember that. I didn't expect you to know what the Dharma Initiative was. Are you kidding me? That's I awesome. watch TV. Well, we haven't watched Lost in like a decade. Yeah, this really like shows you where we're at in time. Oh, that's for true. Sure. That for is sure. so true. Because, I mean, think about like when you ever show your kids The Office when they grow up, right? They're yeah. going to be like, what is the Dharma Initiative? So like, was that some kind oh, of weird yeah, government right. conspiracy? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. So as we go back to Scranton, uh, Kelly and Angela are in the break room, taking a little break here. And Kelly is like getting concerned about Ryan. She's like, man, they've been gone for a long time. You know, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. And Angela's like, don't worry. Sales, you know, sales calls can take a while. And she's like, no, what if, you know, I'm really, ups- I'm really concerned. What if something happens? Dwight will protect him. But would sweet and like. Her first moment of softness, probably that we've ever seen, she reached and touched her hand. That is true. Like, she oh, I didn't even some, notice like, that. Yeah. Legit empathy. She yeah. put wow. her like hand on her hand and was like, "Don't worry." Angela reaches and holds Kelly's hand. He will protect Ryan. No, Dwight is weird. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's kind weird. Of a freak. He's individualistic. No, Dwight is a freak. Yeah, no, he's a no, freak. you're a freak. And there is uh, a woman in love. I'll for tell real, you what. Defending him regardless. If you want to see any woman get mad, mess with her man. I guess so. <laughs> wow. Call her husband a freak. That's right. <laughs> and depending on who she is, she may agree, or she may get really, really mad. Yeah, that's right. She may just walk out on you. Uh, back at the barn, Ryan and Dwight. 
they have come to the final question. What is Michael Scott's? And I love that in order to ask this question, though, he has to like sniff Ryan's hair. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. He's, He's like, like burying very... his face in oh, his throat. It is getting intimate. Oh, it is getting, it, there's, there's a closeness. Uh, what is Michael Scott's greatest fear? And I think, once again, great answer. Loneliness or maybe women. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's the pause. Loneliness, maybe women. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Dwight, once again, corrects him. That's wrong. The answer is he's afraid of nothing. I also would have accepted snakes. <laughs> <laughs> I am scared of snakes as well, actually. No joke. Really? I hate them. Yeah. Well, you are from, you're originally from Texas, right? Yep. So you have, so there's proximity to snakes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we grew up like right by a water, a lake. And so there are uh, water. Oh, moccasins. You see him like swimming? Yes. Moccasins. No, dude. I've only, okay, that here's the deal. That freaks me out. Like, Growing how up, can that do that? Heck yeah. Growing up in California, like the most we might see is yeah. like a little like gopher snake or little like those, I think they call them like gardener snake or something. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, just the little green guys. Teeny tiny. Nothing to worry about. But you see on the internet, you see these like snakes that are swimming. And I'm like, that's. I've only seen that on the internet, but you've seen that in real life. It's okay. real life. It exists, and it will make a seven-year-old cry to his mommy. Do no they way, attack? dude. Yeah, they're super deadly. No uh, and then, like, the other really bad ones in Texas are copperheads, mm-hmm. They, uh, th- which sucks where I grew up, like, in north-central Texas because um, everything's just, like, brown oh. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and they, like, hide everywhere in the leaves. No way, and then, you know, you have, like, rattlesnakes and... You know, yeah, the works, but yeah, the, the swimming snakes, water moccasins, nah, not about it, dude. No that's way. what they're called. Yeah, that's what we call them. I don't that's know hardcore. what they're actually called. That I you mean, know what? Have you ever heard of a pizza moccasin? Is it that's a moccasin real. pizza? That's not real. Is it really? <laughs> that's when you stuff a slice of Papa John's into your roommate's <laughs> slipper. <laughs> oh, you just got pizza moccasin. <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Uh, for some reason, growing up, you've also, but you have heard of a French bread pizza, have you not? <laughs> Are you asking me? Yes. Yes. Okay. For some reason, I have dabbled with okay. some bread. I'll actually, tell you that. Actually, this is a great conversation. Rabbit trail. Okay, and we're, we're we're going a little bit long here, yeah, but well, it's our I first episode back. We're doing it. That's right. So 20, if that tw- exists, then this exists. Yeah. Twenty twenty goals. That was. That's right. That was funny. <laughs> We're, we're, still. we're getting up there in time, but it's our first episode back in 2020, right, so we're right. going to give you a little bonus here. I, okay, I so rabbit trail. Know about pizza mox- so mox- rabbit trail. <laughs> you, you friend, have yeah. heard of uh, a a French bread pizza? Yeah, French bread. Sure. Yeah. Okay, listener, you've heard of a French bread pizza. I've heard of a French bread oh, pizza. God. So, listener Caleb and Rob, we've all heard of the French bread pizza. Hey, I've heard of it too. Hang on, you're not in this yet. <laughs> we, we're you stay all over the there with your pizza moccasins. Exactly. <laughs> For some reason, growing up, she knew it as the moccasin pizza. Moccasin, yes, it's a <laughs> no moccasin pizza or a pizza moccasin. I have never heard of what? that. Now here's here's the other thing that this sort of want, <laughs> I want to spiral off into and just ask this question: When you go to the store, okay, and you're going to buy a, a, a bottle of soda, yeah, okay, what is what what do you call that? Like, hey, I'm gonna that that it's about this size. I'm gonna go get a two liter. Thank what? you. It's a two I'm liter get soda. A, you I'm set g- him hang up. On. Hang on, I'm no, going to go, I, I'm gonna go yeah, hey, will you go pick up a two liter yep. of Pepsi, two liter of Coke, something yep. like that, two liter. Andy, help us understand, if you were going to go to the store, what would you pick up? I'd get a boss. It's called a, a boss. <laughs> I'd get a boss. 
Give me, a give boss? Me a no. Yes. Like she better come back home with Bruce Springsteen. That's, all I'm saying. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I came back with the boss. Yeah, I got the boss here. He's ready. He's born in the USA. Yeah, boss of Coke or boss of Sprite? You just get oh my your, gosh. You just get a boss. Oh, going even further. It's down ridiculous. This rabbit hole. Everything in Texas is Coke, no matter what the actual <laughs> name is. Like, my mom would be like, well, what kind of Coke you want? Like, just, e- everything is Coke. Wait, I thought in the South you called it pop. No, that's North. Like, that's like Midwest North. Like, oh, I bet you. like Adam has called soda pop a lot. Oh, thank you, life. Jesus. Like, yeah, everything in Texas is, is a Coke. Who calls it a boss? Where did I get that from? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I had never heard that until I met you. I, oh, or Moccasin Pizza. Moccasin Pizza is a thing, y'all. A boss is the last thing. Word I was expecting to come out Thank of you. your mouth Thank explaining you, the story. So <laughs> That's good. so crazy. Okay, I know people call it a boss, and I know that people know what moccasin pizza is. Okay, cool. Right. And I know cool. that I'm in you, the mood for some and moccasin mother, pizza so right now. <laughs> it's a family thing. So we go, so so. Uh, what is Michael Scott's greatest fear? Uh, nothing or maybe snakes. So R- Dwight basically says, look, it's all about fear. You have to vanquish fear. You have to wrestle fear to the ground. He hits the play button on the boombox. Wrestle my cousin Mose. Yes. Mose comes out in a sweatshirt with the word fear taped on it. <laughs> and goes into like a decent wrestling stance. Yeah, like, it's very like 1930s. Tiger, tiger heard, like, <laughs> practice the night before. Yeah. Um, and Ryan is not having it. He's like, I'm not doing this. I'm out of here. And before he walks out, Dwight is like, dude, I'm sorry. Okay. Just get in the coffin. (laughs) (laughs) Please. What do you you think the coffin is about? It's like, I don't, you've got to die to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got to die to yourself, but I'm trying to think in a sales world of how I would try to use the analogy of somebody dying in a coffin. I don't know. I would probably oh, say like sales fierce? kills you over time. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. A love great it. onboarding process. I, I, don't, I don't know. You're going to love it. You're going to die. You're going to love it and your soul will whittle. There you go. So. Speaking of whittling, so Ryan is <laughs> yes. walking down the road. He's trying to walk home. Dwight is coming up behind him in his car. Yep. He's trying to apologize. He's also saying that Moe's was really sorry. And to prove how sorry he was, he sent a basket of eggs. Yep. Kind. That's amazing. <laughs> Some fat back bacon. I Love mean, it. even better. Breakfast. And then yes. something he whittled. And it looks like some sort of fertility goddess. It's like, it's like a naked man. It looks no, no, no. That's like, a naked lady. It looks like a morbidly obese... Like, I, the word is voluptuous. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Voluptuous. That is, that is such a beautiful word. It looks... I don't even know. Yeah. It is a voluptuous piece of wood. It's a naked Midwestern lady. There you go. There you go. Um... All I have to say is if anybody ever wants to apologize to me, I'm pretty easy to win over. Sure. Yeah. But you're definitely going to succeed if there's eggs and fat back bacon. <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling you. Especially so like a homemade gift. That's oh, wonderful. Yeah. So well, thoughtful. no, I could do without the whittling. <laughs> I could do without the voluptuous woman. You know, if it's... somebody whittled me something, I'd take it. Okay. That's sweet. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I mean... Listeners at home. Get on if it. it. It's Listeners. a naked person. That's a little uncomfortable, but I'm still grateful for the gesture. Excellent. Uh, so the Nard Dog back in Stanford is walking back to his desk. And uh, just a quick little sidebar here. If you, yeah. This is happening. And if you pause at 12 minutes and 43 seconds, standing at the copy machine is what can only be described. As a, as a Pam clone? Yeah. No it's way. Like future now, Pam. Is this for real? Let it's me, like Pam is a mom. Up. 
Now, I, I cannot stress enough that Andy, when she saw it, said, no. hey, look. Hey, when you said I'm going to say it, I said, don't you dare. <laughs> Andy said, hey, look, it's Fat Pam. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my gosh. It's Pam. It is. It's now, if you're, watching, Pam. if you're watching the video version, uh, then it, it, actually it looks like it died. If you're watching the video <laughs> version... But if you, you're I dead, it you're like dead. A if you're watching, ago, so it just died on Mom Pam. That oh, sucks, man. Uh, no, if you, but if you pause it at 12 minutes, 43 seconds. Yes. I mean, this lady is dressed as Pam. Is yeah. that that is that intentional on their side? It's like, got it. Listen, or does every receptionist is that the receptionist uniform for the office? It could also. It be could that. be. But listen, if you're listening to this right now, driving down the highway, stuck in traffic, pull your car over right now. Yes. It's worth it. Go to Netflix on your phone. Yep. <laughs> Go to 12:43. This is Pam. It's Pam. You, you, you like need to see watch. it. You need to see it. Curly hair, everything. It really is. I mean, I, I believe Pam has worn that shirt. Yeah, like literally, I think she wore that shirt in this episode. Maybe. Uh, look at Andy. Do, do, do. So, so Andy's walking back to his desk. I mean, maybe he went to the break room, got a little snack or a little cup of coffee, but he sits a down coffee. in his chair and he has the squeaky chair. <laughs> and you can just see he's about to lose his mind. Yeah. It's so dang good. Oh, I love it so much. And as he almost, I love, if you watch Jim, when Andy looks like he's about to turn around and look over his shoulder, Jim pretends all of a sudden to look down yes. and read the file. It's so awesome. Because he's watching him from the top of his monitor. <laughs> Something to check on, some data, some data I yeah. got to check on here. Look at these data points. That's right, that's right. Um, so we go back to Dwight and Ryan, and they are driving home. They're done at the barn, and as they're driving home, Dwight is apologizing. Yep. And this is kind of a cool, vulnerable moment from Dwight because he's saying, you know, I just, you know, Jim and I, we didn't get along. And honestly, what I was going for here is like, I just wanted you and I to be a team. I wanted yeah. you and I to just like kill this thing, like work together, be a team, and just own this. And Ryan is like, cool, but I didn't want that. I just want to go on a sales call, to which I love his response is screw gun. <laughs> the sales call. He totally and he just forgot. Slams the brake in the middle of the road. Just U-turns it and they got to get to the sales call because yep. they forgot all about it. Uh, we go back to Scranton. Michael is listening to the song Rock and Roll by Gary Glitter and uh, everybody is loving it. Yep. Uh, and he's getting productive. I think the pretzel is starting to kick in a little. It bit, is, you know, it is. And so, real quick, so there's a lot of cuts here. We cut back to Dwight and Ryan. They're rushing to the sales call, and Dwight is giving some great tangible advice. You know, talk about real dollars. Control the conversation. Yeah. Michael always said, you know, K I S S. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> and I love this. Great advice always hurts my feelings every time. <laughs> But once again, he's and just... Ryan like pulls out his notepad and starts writing this down because he's like, "Oh my gosh, like, this is actually like really go. great advice." Here's the good stuff. Yeah, and he should have been writing it down from the very beginning. I'm going to put yeah. my seed in you. Write it down. <laughs> Anyways, so we got a clip here because we come back to Scranton, and earlier I used the word that Michael is getting productive, but I think that might be a relative term because the pretzel is definitely kicking in, yep. and he's definitely trying to take care of business, but. Uh, I don't know how well that's going. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, everyone, I am officially streamlining the efficiency of this corporation. Second. Second. I, yeah, second. Second. <laughs> second, I am insisting on increased accountability from every single one of you. Account, Michael, what's going on? And I will be taking questions. 
Did you have a lot of sugar today, Michael? What's in your suit? Caramel dip. But one question Caramel at a time, please. Phyllis, Stanley, I want you to switch desks. I'm going to reorganize and restructure the physical layout of the office to maximize everything. I think we're getting a lot done, don't you? On paper, at least. And we are, after all, a paper company. Are we not? Are we not? Are we not? Are you with me? Are you with me? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, so good. So awesome. And uh, so Ryan and Dwight... They, they, they had arrived at the sales call, and Ryan was all stoked to go. So we cut back to them, and they're actually leaving the building. Yep. Sales call has finished up, and it's obvious that it did not go well. Yeah. They did not like Ryan, and apparently they even told him to his face. <laughs> That's not my favorite, <laughs> is that he says something like, man, they really didn't like me. And then Dwight says, well, they didn't have to say it to your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so messed up. But once again, a great nugget of wisdom here. Ryan is trying to reconcile what happened here. And I love that Dwight says, Ryan, not everything is a lesson. Sometimes you just fail. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, once again, freaking Dwight. That is so deep. It's good, right? It's great. You know, like, oh, oh I just love that. I thought that was really cool. Um, Ryan, though, is not so easily convinced. <laughs> yeah. He grabs the ba- or the basket of eggs that Moe's gave him and just starts throwing them at the building, and Dwight loves this. Yes. My He's... BFFs right there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Andy's like a big toilet paper fan. Oh, I'm, a, good, I'm, oh, a, I'm a big TP fan. I'm a TP. Like, anytime I can get a couple of people to go with me for a night TP run, She's down that's to a good night for me. Did you guys ever go forking in yes. high school? Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. You guys, you guys know this man. We have a friend named Rick Henderson, and nothing drove that man more crazy than waking up to a forked lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love. Have you flamingoed somebody's house? <laughs> Is that? Oh, <laughs> you just get fun. a bunch of like the dollar flamingo, yeah. like yeah. The, the crappy plastic ones, and just stick them all in their yard. The worst it's one fine. though. This this is the worst one that I've seen. You put like. Thousand, like thousands of rubber bands okay, on somebody's driveway How? because you. This is what's so awful about it. On the driveway, you cannot sweep, just loose. Yeah, you, you can't sweep it. You can't sweep them off <laughs> because they grab the concrete because it's rubber bands, and so you have to like literally like pick them up one oh, by one to get rid of them. That's the worst. It is like the worst thing ever. Do you, can you just throw them? Yeah, just like lay them out flat. You just don't shove them. Just loose, yeah. throwing them out there. Oh, that's, that's, and then they can't sweep them. Good. They have to pick them all up. Costco pack. Okay, I will say in college, one of the one of the things that we pulled that was a pretty rough one is you get a bunch of Dixie cups, okay, and you staple them into ten by ten blocks. So there, it's a hundred Dixie cups. You build these blocks, and then what we would do is in the dorm hallway. Right at like, so you had all these dorm rooms that like opened into a common hallway. So you'd go to the rival dorm, you'd set up these blocks of Dixie cups, and then you'd staple the blocks together. Yeah. And then you fill them all with water. Oh my. So when somebody opens their dorm room door, there is a, the entire floor is covered in Dixie cups that are full of water that are also stapled together. And if you try to like, if you tried to like grab them and move them, yeah. 
all of them are now stapled together. So you're going to spill like oh my gallons gosh. of water. <laughs> so the only way to clean it up is to go through and unstaple every Oh my Dixie gosh. That's, a, that's an evil one. It this was bad one news, isn't as creative. It was but one up. time we got raw chicken and <laughs> we put it in the guy's dorm room toilet in each uh. bathroom. Like what? in the top or yeah. in the toilet bowl? No, in the bowl. Oh, he should put in the, the top. toilet bowl. Give all those guys so salmonella. Like pulling out Excellent. Soppy. That is so gross. Yo, that's nasty. Another well, really when you bad open one. It, it looks disgusting. Ah, oh, depending on how gross. long it's been sitting. This is like a really evil one. I've heard that people back in the day in colleges used to lead a cow up the stairs into a different dorm because here's the thing. Cows cannot go downstairs. How do you get a cow? Oh, a cow no. cannot like walk downstairs, but they can walk upstairs. And so like, I don't, Wait, I don't want to know do how they down? probably got rid of the cows, but like. The cows now are just educated. They're just they, like, like. never left college. They're like, this is why I live on the third floor. I'm here This now. is who I am now. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, my favorite one we did was just arson, where you just oh, uh, sure. light somebody's house on fire. That's yeah. It. I mean, in all seriousness, yes. That's the, uh, that's the best one you can do. Whoa. Okay, I just literally Googled, can cows walk downstairs? It says, cows can't walk downstairs because of how their knees bend. Yep. Cows simply cannot climb downstairs. They can't, but they can go up. That is so weird. So imagine waking up on the third floor and there's just a with a cow. That poor <laughs> cow. That cow's just hanging out there. Awesome. Dang it, dude. Uh, so they start egging the heck out of this building, and then Dwight, it's like, Rather than just playing it cool, I love that Dwight yells out, hey, courtesy of Dunder Mifflin. Like, <laughs> yeah. He might as well be like, my name is Dwight Schrute. Yeah, I live at this address. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, as we cut back to Scranton, Michael has, the sugar has worn off. He has crashed. And I love that he has not only fallen asleep on his desk, but he's using a koosh ball as a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jan calls, and she's like, hey, you know, what's Michael up to right now? And... Pam covers yeah, she beautifully. Does. You know what? He's out on a sales call. Yep. Good for Pam. Man, he'll never know what how awesome she was. Uh, Ryan and Dwight uh, are celebrating the vandalism. Yeah. By So they're pounding beers, but what is this drink they're doing? Is this... I was going to ask, fun fact, do you know the name of this drink? No. I had quite a few after college between my real job. <laughs> is this the one with Red Bull? <laughs> no, it is, uh, it's a shot glass of whiskey that you drop into Wait, a, a Boilermaker? Mug- yes, that's what oh, that is. Okay, okay, so, yeah. A what? A Bo- Boilermaker. Boilermaker. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. So shot of whiskey in, in a beer. Yep, you drop a shot of whiskey into a beer. Excellent. But the key is to drink it really fast other than it tastes like a really gross drink. The way that that Ryan is just pounding it, and yeah. Dwight is not having it. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Uh, he kind of stops. So he loses it, and uh, but he starts chanting "temp, temp, temp." But it's in that moment that he realizes, no, yep. no longer. Yeah, he has. He's no longer a Padawan. He starts chanting "Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> Ryan." Oh, it's such a. It's kind of a cool moment. It is because um, he catches himself. He's yeah. like, "No, this is this is over." That's right. And I love that he's like, you know, man, to think that temp agency could have sent you anywhere. And I love that Ryan's like. Yeah, I think about that all the I time. I think about that all the time. <laughs> I think about <laughs> <Anywhere>. it every <laughs> day of my life. So as the episode is wrapping up, Michael wakes up from his slumber, and he wants to know what time it is. It is 5.20 in the p.m. Um, he wants to verify that it's not a.m. Yeah, he goes <laughs> a.m. or p.m. <laughs> but here's what's crazy. Pam says, hey, these contracts came in. The Coselli deal closed. And he's like, oh, yeah, Cosby. So this is the guy that he's doing the impression for. 
she says, Michael, this is a pretty big sale. And he's like, yeah, well, see you later. And he's walking out. So we get this impression that Michael is goofing off all day. Yeah. You know, that he's not really getting anything done. He's, you know, being productive by wanting to rearrange and like streamline the corporation or whatever. (laughs) In reality, he closed a huge sale today. He's out there closing bangers. Ridiculous. So ridiculous. He's the man. Uh, But as Pam's walking out, the phone rings. She decides to answer it, and it's Jim. Jim's trying to get a hold of Kevin uh, for some fantasy football stuff, but Pam happens to answer the phone. Small talk turns into a conversation. I mean, what? Which then took turns into yeah a little bit of flirting yeah and this they're is kind back. of they're into kind what of, seems like a very long phone call by the way indeed so that's that's one of the questions <laughs> I have for you guys how long Caleb wrap it up wrap it up how long do you think they're talking for because when if you watch the clip when Jim initially is like oh hey I was just trying to get a hold of Kevin it yeah. is light outside of his window you yeah. can see the sun by the time he's hanging up it is dark outside yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm saying minimum I mean, hour. Oh, for sure. For sure, at least an hour. But also, we're talking about the north. I mean, it gets so dark so early. That's true. That's true. But they are in the same time zone. They That's talk right. about it on this, on That's this true. conversation. That's, right. That's true. I'm, I'm with you, Caleb. I think at least a good 60 minutes. Yeah. They're, mm. they're talking about a lot of stuff. Mm. Andy Rooney's got nothing on these two. That was yeah. a sixty minutes joke. Anyways, um, so, so I just sixty yeah, minutes joke for it. you there. There you go. That's that good highbrow comedy. Anyways, so they're talking uh, all kinds of stuff. They're talking yeah. about the fact that she accidentally watched Twenty Eight Days Later instead of Twenty Eight Days. <laughs> 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 and, and he's like, "How do you get that confused?" This is a good way that we see sort of the time, the era that this is happening. Sure. And she went to Blockbuster. I was thinking to this. Rent this. I was like, "Holy crap." When did the last Blockbuster close? Because, I mean, it's been years at yes. this point. At least five or six. Like, Redbox may have just started when this aired. Sure. Like, maybe. So one of the things, though, that they talk about is his typing speed. Okay, oh, so, I forgot. So, so, he is, so he's talking about, like, hey, you know, what's the average typing speed? And she's like, Pam says, I type 90 words a minute. Which oh. is like, that's a robot. That's it's insane. Truly. That's like fingers flying. Yeah. It's like AI. And then Jim is like, what's the average? And she's like, maybe 70. And then he's super embarrassed. He got a 65. Yeah. So we decided as a fun thing, yep. we're going to go to, I think the website was like Type Hero or Hero Type. Let me pull it up. That com. thing is fake and rigged. It was Type Hero. Typehero.com. And we each took a typing test. Yes. And got our score. And we have not revealed this to each other. We're about to find out who was the fastest. Key hero. Key hero. Of, uh, of the day. So uh, why don't we start with uh, Andy? What'd you? Uh, oh gosh. What'd you get? Fine. It was pretty. I don't know what the average is, but it was only fifty-five. You oh. got a fifty-five. Oh shut up. WPM? Are you serious? Are you joking? You got a fifty-five. <laughs> Are you joking? I was going. Yeah. Okay. So they give you. They give okay, you. Okay, but I was ninety-eight percent accurate. Okay, so oh. yeah, they give you. They give you a word per minute, but then they give you an accuracy yeah. percentage. So. You got a 55? Is that bad or good? I mean, that's pretty. That's less than Jim Halpert. That's okay, bad. Okay, yeah. okay, that's bad. That's bad. I know. Okay. I tell you, less than Jim. Polk. I got a 60.2. Oh, okay. my gosh. What is um, wrong with me? Is it my nails? <laughs> I don't know. What's funny is normal nails here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was like looking at your nails. nails. I was like, this look like mine. I don't know. <laughs> Um, it's my nails. And then my accuracy was 95.6. Ooh, okay. okay, okay. So we got a 55. And a 60.2. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, 
No. There's no way. The victor. 90. The 88. victor of the typing test. He didn't get more than 80. With an accuracy of 97.76%. Okay. And a word per minute rating of 75.94. How? Mr. Rob. Am I, well done, why am I sir. super slow? I feel like it should well be done. noted. This is my job. <laughs> <laughs> This I can't is, believe you got a 55. I this know. is what I that's do. Cool. Okay, can no, that's, I, but that's, can no, but, I but, add... But to be honest, no, that's cool. Oh, shut up. Cool. Can <laughs> I add no, context no, no, to this and Rob could amen this? Respectable. Every <laughs> single time I took the test, I was interrupted. Okay, oh no, my no, 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 Okay, that's not true. the mom card here. No, Rob, are you kidding me? It was Rob. No, no, no. One time, Rob even came over and was talking to me. And I was like, shut up, I didn't do this to you. Shut up, I wasn't. And he's like, oh, you're going to blame me? I'm like, no. you're having a conversation Here's what. So here's the truth of what happened. Yeah. Every time. I finished my test and I got up and walked from the kitchen table to the sink and back. And she was like, well, it's because you're moving around. And I said, I said, oh yeah, because people walking from one spot to the other while you're typing would never happen in the office. That doesn't happen. He was like asking me questions. Oh, are you doing it? It doesn't happen in Scranton. You just wheel around like Jim. There you go. See, it's good. Anyways. All right. I'm going to retake this thing tomorrow. All right. We'll be back next week. I'm curious to the highest level. No, no, you can't. You're born with a certain word per minute, and then that's all you can do. You are branded with this for the rest of your life. Believe it or not, you can't get better or worse. It's weird. It's one of those things in life. You're right where you need to be. (laughs) It's just who you are. That's so awesome. Uh, I'm curious who who has the the record, like the world record. Oh, dude. It's Rob. No, no. Pam can do 90. 90 is insane. Let's Google. What's the fastest I can WPM record? I can't think of anything that would be higher than that. Oh, like, dude, you're not going to believe this. The highest typing speed ever recorded was 216. <gasps> that is not even real. Words per minute set by Stella Pohunas. In 1946, using they didn't an, even have computers. Using an IBM Electric typewriter. What the heck? Wait, yeah, what? dude. That's, That's the highest. You can't go. You can't do that on a typewriter. Apparently that record is almost 80 years old. Tell that to Stella. That is crazy. That That's woman. Fun. You learn something new every time you listen, ladies and gentlemen. That okay, is... I need to practice my typing. That's what I learned. Oh so, so this time we've learned uh, the fastest word per minute. And we've learned the origin of cupcakes. It's good for you. Uh, so let's wrap this up. So, so Ryan, so while they're on the phone, Ryan walks in and he's looking like he's had a long, hard day. <laughs> and Pam wants to check on him and she's saying, hey, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and as he's walking out, Pam says, okay, bye. Jim is like, oh, you got to go. There's this confusion. They yeah. realize, all right, we need to wrap this up. They end the call. And there's just this look of like, I mean, how would you describe it? There's this look of like, it's like unfinished business almost. That's it's a great like, way to put it. And that's not a perfect way to describe it, but you could tell you could tell in the confusion, they both kind of realize like, oh, we're both confused, but we also don't want to get off the phone, but we've also said bye. Yeah. And it's this weird tension. I love it. And uh, yeah, love to it's see it. It's that good like it. dating beginning. Yeah. You yeah. know how you feel They're like restarting. when you're around the one you like, you're like, mm, this feels real nice. Yeah. yeah. So the last, very last clip we get is Stanley saying, 364 days for the next pretzel day. <laughs> Not for Stanley. us, Stanley. And I think Not we are finding us. 
This man is holding on for dear life by a delicious salt-covered thread because pretzel day is the only thing that's keeping him going. If you're at home right now and your drive in life is a salty pretzel, we're with you. Good luck to you. We're with you, you but come on. Come on. Come on. That's scary. So that brings us to the end of the episode. And as always, we throw it out to you guys and we want to hear what is your favorite moment. So a couple here from uh, Instagram, Jedi 48 Pretzel day... Obviously, and Jim and Pam talking at the end. Yeah, so cute, mm. so cute. It's a good little part. Tiger Hunter said, "When Dwight totally forgets about the sale, the sales call." So, <laughs> screw gun. Someone's <laughs> saying, saying it. Screw gun. That's right. And of course, tried and true. Even after two months away, starting twenty twenty off right, tried and true, Mister at Tromboner Man. Hello, hello. Yes. Says I'm a. His favorite part was I'm officially streamlining the efficiency of this corporation. Second, Toby. Second, Michael. <laughs> yes, second, Toby. <laughs> so oh, good. It is great. That's a good one. Some good stuff there. Nobody said fat back bacon. Nobody. On, that was now? my favorite part. I love. It. I love it. It's easy. It, I mean, it's 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 hard to beat. Anyways, so, my favorite part. No cuts. <laughs> no cuts. No cuts. Yeah, then booing. Phyllis and uh, Bob, Bob Vance. Vance is pretty That's good. Right. It's gutsy. Yeah. Gutsy. Uh, so usually we would take this time to look at a prank that Jim pulled, uh, but he did not do one this time. And so uh, just looking at the leaderboard, still in first place with 26 shroot bucks. Season two, episode six, the fight. Jim puts Dwight's desk in the bathroom, a.k.a. poop desk. Poop as Andy desk. likes to call it. There you Reigning go. champ. Reigning champion. Now, uh, we like to head over to that good, good... Dunder Mifflin subreddit and take a look at some quality content that's being provided over there and uh, give a little Dundee. So this is, uh, if you take a look in the show notes, there's a link there that you can click that says Dundee winner. And uh, it'll take you to this post by user, I believe it's L. Luis MG, posted 13 hours ago as of this recording. I did sort by new, by the way. Only 16 upvotes. Weak. It's going to get there. We're going to yep. get it there. Yep. So the title is Comic Sans Bad. But it's a picture of a draw, a draw four from Uno that says, watch Scott's tots or draw 25. And then the next panel is a guy holding so many cards. It's, all the, it's like basically the whole Uno day. That's right. He's like, I am not going to watch Scott's tots. I don't think Scott's tots is that bad. I literally skip it every time. I don't even really? watch it. I hate it. My wife knows I hate it. I can't watch it. I get that it's cringe. It is. But I love it so much. It's like, but for me, it's like past the point of like fun cringe to like, I am almost witnessing a murder. Okay, let me ask you a question. Is it, and maybe there's something personal inside of me because I think I've shared this on our Patreon that I had an onstage drama, like I was in a, I was in a play. Okay. I had an onstage drama moment that was like pretty cringy. For me, Scott's Tots does not touch, and I don't want to spoil, but Scott's Tots does not touch Andy Bernard in Sweeney Todd. Like, do you remember that? I love that. Though. Oh, that's so hard. No, to like watch. to me, that's that's like the fun cringe for oh, me. Like that one's a fun one. That one is so dang. Scott's Tots is rough. It is rough. And you know, maybe I'm not remembering it. When we get to it, maybe it'll refresh yeah. my memory. But... Oh, it's gonna refresh, <laughs> oh, all right. But I love the first. The uh, the first comment is, "Yeah, let me draw 25." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, user L Luis MG 
you're going to get a Dundee, and uh, everybody head over there and let them know. Way to go, sir. That's Sweet. right. That's right. All right, so that brings us to the end of the episode, and a little bit of a long one, but guys, we're glad to be back. Thank you for your patience, and uh, hope hope uh, you're, you're uh, enjoying the episode, and uh, we're looking forward to bringing you more of that good stuff as, uh, as we head into 2020. Yeah. It's That's good right. to be back. So, as always, I want to say thanks for listening. Make sure you leave us a rating uh, on iTunes. A good five-star will get you uh, read live on the air. Uh, subscribe, tell a friend, check us out at Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. And uh, tonight, as for the after party, we're talking, uh, we're just doing a little bit of a life update. We're talking New Year's resolutions and some of the stuff that happened in between, uh, you know, October 22nd and today. So uh, <laughs> give that a listen. Come on over to Patreon and check that out. And uh, as always, your homework for this week. Number one. I want you to go watch season three, episode six, Diwali. We'll be Sweet. breaking that down next week. And uh, do yourself yeah. a favor. Go just cook up a mess of fatback bacon. You're not going <laughs> to, yeah. you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. That's going to be a great way to Will spend it. Will yourself something nice. That's right. That's right. Uh, hey, and so until next time, uh, I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And I'm Andy. And this was Everybody, Everybody in, in the, the Conference, conference room. room. All right, let's head over to Poor Richard's.